boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. And a very good morning. Welcome to Talking Greyhounds on this Saturday morning. Trent Masonelder in the host chair making my debut. Great to have your company this morning joining me. Also making his debut, I think it is, on Talking Greyhounds from Sandown Racing and Communications Officer Jason Adams. Jace, how are you, mate? Good morning, Trent. I'm well, mate. And uh, yes, making my debut on the show. Of course, Simone is overseas at the moment, so keeping the seat warm for her. It's a good week to be in the studio as well. A lot happening in Greyhound Racing, and as always, a lot to be excited about. Absolutely. Talk us through what's uh, coming up on today's show. Well, we're having two interviews today. We'll be speaking with David McKenzie, who... Uh, is the co-trainer of Like a Skywalker, along with uh, his good cousin Gavin Clifton, won the coursing event, uh, the Sylvester Doyle, last Sunday. We'll also be speaking with Matthew Ramson, who's the owner of Italian Plastic, who lines up in a Bendigo Cup heat tomorrow. Uh, he's got a good story behind him, so uh, really keen to have a chat to him. And uh, what's been making news in the world of greyhounds uh, in this past week? Plenty happening, of course. We've had some great action up in the Sunshine State with the Winter Cup heats and uh, plenty of happening locally as well. Yeah, a lot happening up north, as you uh, know well. Uh, Trent, a lot been happening the last few weeks. Of course, not too long ago, we saw the amazing performances of Tornado Tears and we saw another one on Thursday night. Of course, there was heats up there, five heats of the Group 1 Winter Cup. We saw an unbelievable performance from Mapunga Blazer. Went 29.41, and that was a new track record. Of course, Donna Double One was a former track record holder, uh, going 29.51. So it's amazing that Blazer had been off for four months and had a couple of starts before that and four months um, prior to that. So an amazing performance by uh, Barry Smith, the owner and breed, and also Jeff Britton as well to get him back to the peak of his powers and running for some phenomenal time up there in Brisbane. The four other heats were won by Hastings Slowly. Also not available from box number one. He's got an amazing record from the red. Six from six when wearing uh, the red rug. Joyce Rumble and also it's a Dylan. The box draw is hot off the press. We've got Jury drawn box number one. We'll go from the inside out with Jury. Going to do Rev Codrington uh, Kid. Joyce Rumble not available. Mapunga Blazer. Hastings Slowly. And it's Dylan. So tab.com.au do have a market up at available with the Punga Blaze, I think, as expected after breaking the track record in the fashion that he did. He's $1.80. I think he's a risk there because Hasten Slowly's on his outside. Mm. And Trent, I don't know if you remember back to the Australian Cup this year when Hasten Slowly's in box seven, Hecton Bale in box eight. Uh, Hasten Slowly went straight to the fence and cut off everyone uh, in his way and left Hecton Bale out wide. Uh, to do his own thing. So it could be danger signs from a Punga Blazer. I don't think the, the Ken will be too pleased about that, but going to be a great race nonetheless. Got an early fancy? Um, jury I'll go with from the red. Yeah. I just think with, well drawn. Yeah, absolutely. I think with Hasten slowly coming in and Blazer uh, not available on his inside as well, there's got to be congestion there. Um, Hasten slowly has got to completely bomb the start, not to cause any trouble there. So I think Jury's in the box seat there. As long as he turns up, and we know he, he knows the track uh, very well. as a Group 1 winner there in the National Sprint uh, last year. So he's well-placed there to, to run a good race. I think $8 is a nice price too. It's a great field, and the track is uh, dynamite at the moment. They've been breaking records for fun. As you said, I've been up there and seen some of the stars on show. Tornado Tears breaking uh, Dashing Corsair's track record. Then he went and broke it again the week after. And then Mapunga Blazer to come back from... Uh, a while off the scene to come back. We, had, we saw him have, have that win in Victoria and then go up there and do what he did on Thursday night. Absolutely flying, but uh, the track is racing really quick. Yeah, absolutely. I think we got to remember as well how good these greyhounds are. Of course, Tanona Tears, unbelievable. He went 
41.20 in his debut over over the 700 metres at Sandown. So we know he's a freak. Not surprised by that track record, but it's certainly, uh, for me at least, was surprising to see uh, Mapunga Blazer knock off Don a double ones track record by almost two lengths. Just an amazing performance. Let's go to the Bendigo Cup. And, geez, we've got some cracking heats of the uh, Bendigo Cup on Sunday. Yeah, we're lucky here in Victoria to have a... A country cup almost once a month, and it's an amazing night of racing uh, every time these heats come around. The Bendigo Club will be delighted. Uh, they've got eight heats uh, tomorrow afternoon, and they're, they're filled with some stars. We'll go through it heat by heat. Heat one, we'll see Big Flood and, and Black Mumbo. Of course, Black Mumbo, one of the oldest greyhounds racing in Victoria at the moment. He's still going well. Won a veterans race last start at Warrigal. Uh, drawn pretty well in the pink as well. Heat two, we'll see the likes of uh, my name. Da- my name's David, who's an up-and-coming young sprinter. Also, Kuda Mayhem, of course, ran a place in the Melbourne Cup last year. Heat three, this is where it gets really interesting, Trent. Nervous and weird. I'm not sure if you know a bit about this greyhound, but he's made an electric start to his career. Comes up with an awkward draw, and this is his first time uh, at this sort of class. So really keen to see what he can bring to the table. Heat four, we'll see one of my favourite greyhounds zoom out. She's got the... Uh, some of the best acceleration in the country, in my opinion. Heat 5, Orson Allen, who's also made a very good start to his career. Uh, heat 6, we'll see Aston Duke. Heat 7, Strike a Light, drawn very well from the red. Uh, in the final heat, we'll see Hone In and also Dinah Forest. So uh, a great day's racing tomorrow at Bendigo. The first heat to kick off at 17 past 2, and it's one not to be missed, I'm sure. Uh, every Greyhound punter and fan will be tuning into those ones. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to those. And great to see Vanderwalk back as well. It'll come uh, jump from the red in uh, heat number 5 there as well over from WA. All right, so what else has been making news? Well, I touched on before the... Uh, the big coursing event last Sunday, the Sylvester, Sylvester Doyle Puppy uh, Championship was on Sunday, won by Like a Skywalker. We'll touch more on that shortly um, when we have a chat to David McKenzie, who is the trainer of Like a Skywalker. There was also an announcement during the week that the TAB sponsorship deal has been extended with GRV. That'll last until 2022. So that's a great thing uh, for Greyhound Racing. They've been fantastic supporters of us, TAB. Um, and we all know wagering fuels the sport. If, if, if wagering is not around, we don't have a sport and we don't have jobs. So, uh, it's really important. It's also very beneficial to have, uh, such a great supporter like Tab. Uh, another amount, announcement that came out during the week was the extension, uh, or the reappointment of, uh, GRV chairman Bernie Carroll and also, uh, board member Rob Greenall, I think. Can only be a good thing that, of course, they came in uh, around the, the latter half of 2015 where, Things were a bit shaky, but since then, the last three years, I think they've done a terrific job, GRV, to get the sport into a position where it is now with such strength and integrity, such strength in animal welfare, uh, and really built a strong base to really uh, now take the marketing by by the scruff of the neck and, and really pump up the racing. Absolutely. And just one from me before we go. We're going to take our first uh, break shortly. But uh, one dog I've been become enamoured with uh, just had five starts, had its fifth start down in Hobart on Thursday night. It was three degrees, so don't expect uh, the, the time to be flashed, but it wasn't bad. Pico can off the red first start. Five starts for five wins, uh, trained by Robin Grubb. The times this dog has been running uh, has been phenomenal, and I reckon we'll see it over on the mainland uh, before too long. Oh, I hope so. He looks to be a freak, doesn't he? Mm. He's really... He's undefeated. He looks to be um, Tasmania's next sprinting star. Yeah. And look, I can't remember the last one they had. You know, when I was first getting involved in greyhound racing, they had Buckler Up Wes. Yep. Um, he won a big race at the Meadows one night. But since then, he looks to be the next one. Um, Pico can. I just hope we see him over this side of the Tasman um, across to Victoria because... 
did read a story by Brennan Ryan that the trainer is a bit hesitant to bring him over. I don't think he's, he's going to be the type where, uh, say, if there's a star in Queensland, yep. all of a sudden that pop up in the Thompson Kennel will be firing on all cylinders mm. in Victoria. So I'm not sure whether we'll see that, but hopefully uh, when the features come, feature races come around, it's going to be pretty hard to knock him back with a, with a greyhound of that calibre. All greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria, RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. And Talking Greyhounds is presented by Christmas in July at the Meadows. Enjoy the lip-smacking Christmas buffet for just $45 and exhilarating greyhound racing every Saturday night in July. Book now on 935522 or at themeadows.org.au. We'll take a break here on RSN 927. You're listening to Talking Greyhounds. When we come back, we're going to have a chat to a couple of guests. What's making news around the kennels? Time now to catch up with uh, David McKenzie, who trains like a Skywalker, who won a big coursing event last Sunday. G'day, David. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good, thanks, Jake. Not too bad. Well, David, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, mates. And uh, last Sunday was a fantastic day for your team. Of course, you um, and your training partner, Dave McKenzie. What a thrill it was for like a Skywalker to take out the Sylvester Doyle Puppy Championship. Yeah, it was, Jase. Yeah, mate, I'm, da- I'm David McKenzie. But my cousin's Gavin Clifton, and we do all our training together. Um, and we have done uh, for about 10 years now, so it's a, it's a good partnership. Um, you know, it's fantastic. We both still, you know, work. We don't train greyhounds full-time, but it's getting that way that's very close. Uh, it's very dear to our hearts, and, and we certainly love to be moving along those tracks training full-time. Yeah, look, it was a fantastic uh, thrill to win the Sylvester Doyle Puppy Championship at Lang Lang. Um, he's a really good pup, and uh, we got, uh, we've got a very high opinion of the dog going forward, Jay, so yeah, we're really excited about that. And Dave, what is it about coursing that, uh, that your team really gravitate to? Of course, it's not a, it's not really a, a sort of racing that um, is uh, pushed aside for greyhounds who are unraced and, and not really um, performing as well as they can on the racetrack. Of course, your guy here, um, he already performed on the track. He's done some good things, 14 starts for six wins. But what are the benefits that you guys really find out of going coursing? Yeah, look, we think, Jay, it's really good for young pups. We've, we've had the experience where um, it's a confidence builder for young pups uh, in their pre-training. Um, so, yeah, we've done it for with, with most of our pups. We try to give them a go at the coursing. It seems to, we think it seems to balance them up um, going up the straight with the lure on the ground. Um, we, uh, we think it's good for their balance and it gets their head down, especially now with the introduction of the hoop arm. You know, we're trying to get their head down and with the hoop arm going around the turns, it, it seems to go up in the air a little bit and the, the dogs are... <coughs> Uh, the head sort of flicks up in the air a little bit. And we just find it's really beneficial for young dogs uh, starting off. And this fellow, like a Skywalker, of course, you guys bred him, but the breeding scene hasn't always been something that um, you, you guys have done a lot of, has it? No, no, not not, uh, not lately, Jace, but we're, we're sort of getting more into that because Gavin and I would like to have, uh, you know, we've had a bit of a mixture of, um, of training dogs for for owners and, and, and a few of our own, but we'd like to go back to, to basically just a few for some owners, some good owners that we've got, and uh, and breed our own, our, you know, our own lines. Uh, we've known, known Nicky McRae, who, um, who, who owned and, and, and trained uh, Walkart. I was there the night he won the Warrigal Cup. It was pretty moving. He's a, he's a good, honest, hard-chasing dog. That, you know, at one stage, I think he, he held... Uh, well, he broke five Victorian track records. Um, she went 
went over to the Hobart Dows and with him and, and trialled him, um, you know, and uh, broke the track record by eight lengths in the trial. So we had, we had no, no qualms about going to him as a, as a sire, and uh, it's worked out pretty good. You know, he's, he's a really good sire. We're really happy with him. Yep. And you and Gav, you, as I said, as I said a couple of times, um, in the chat so far, you, you're a great training partnership, but Gav's a radiologist at the Dandenong Hospital. You're a fruit grower, uh, down at Tainong. It must be a busy day for you guys. How does a, a typical day play out for you? Oh, absolutely, JJ. Look, uh, look, we love it and, uh, we have, have done for a long time. So we're trying to, we're trying to mix our work with our, with our, uh, with our love of greyhound racing. We, um, so Gav's, gets to my place, he lives up near Warrigal, so I'm on the Melbourne side of Warrigal, so he, he gets to my place at 6am every morning, um, we come out, we do all the dogs, we, I've got a, a 65 acre property and we, uh, we walk all our dogs around on the leads, two at a time, uh, it's a bit cold this, the last few mornings, mate, I can assure you, with a with frost on the grass, but yeah, um, that gas got to head off to work about quarter past seven from my place to to get to work and then uh, I'm either doing treatments or going to do the trialling and all that sort of stuff. I've, I work myself so I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I can afford to sort of, you know, put a bit of time aside to do what we've got to do during the day um, and then Gab will knock off work and he'll come back to my place and be at my place by probably, you know, quarter to five to five o'clock and, and uh, we then feed up and do all our work we've got to do any treatments and discuss. And one quick one before I let you go, Dave. When's the next time will we see a Roger or Destroyer, as he's known uh, in racing terms? Do we see him in the McKenna Memorial Heats this Thursday? Mate, we don't. Uh, the, owner, the owner of uh, Destroyer has uh, decided to take him to Perth. Uh, so he's been shifted out, out of our kennel um, for no other reason than the owner wanted to, to give him a go over in Perth, Chase. So, yeah, that's only just happened, mate. Interesting that. He's a, it was a very good stay over Victoria, no doubt, uh, set to strut some of his best stuff over in the West. Dave McKenzie, thank you for joining us on Talking Greyhounds, mate. It's been a pleasure. And to you and Gav, best of luck uh, going forward. Thanks for having us, Jake. Cheers, mate. Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader, RSN 927. Talking Greyhounds is presented by Christmas in July at the Meadows. Enjoy the lip-smacking Christmas buffet and electrifying electrifying greyhound racing every Saturday night up to Maturity Classic final night on the 28th of July. Book now on 93555222 or at themeadows.org.au. Doggy News. From start to finish. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Back on the phones now here on Talking Greyhounds, and it's great to catch up with uh, Matthew Ramsden, the trainer of Italian Plastic, who goes around in a Benigo Cup heat on Sunday. G'day, Matthew. How are you? Morning, Trent. Thanks for having us on the program. Very well. Matty, great to have you on, mate. Of course, you're the owner of Italian Plastic, trained by the great Harry Manalitsis. Now, we spoke about how thick these Bendigo Cup heats are tomorrow. Of course, they're... They're really strong, and, and you, with Italian Plastic, come up against one of the one of the, the great stars of Australian greyhound racing in Strike a Light. Realistically, how are you feeling heading into the race? Uh, that's a uh, that's a pretty accurate assumption, my friend. Um, look, uh, we're, we're feeling a little bit like Stephen Bradbury, I think, before he uh, got into the uh, final when he was in the Winter Olympics. I think uh, 
Anything's possible, but he's definitely got his work, work cut out against Striker Light. And he's been great lately, mate. He's been terrific at racing consistently at Metropolitan level. Of course, he captured the city win for your syndicate of 10. He's taken you on a great ride already. He must be really enjoying it. Uh, it's, it's been fantastic for the guys. I think a lot of them as first-time owners. It's, uh, it's been a real blessing for them. I think we all know how hard it can be sometimes to, to get any level of success, let alone at Metropolitan level, mate. Uh, the, the guys, uh, they're loving the ride, mate, really loving the ride. And, of course, you were involved in Greyhound Racing uh, a while back at a, a relatively big spell. Now you're back into it um, with Darcy, of course, how hard was it to get your mates involved? Were they waiting in line saying, let's get a dog, let's get, let's get moving with it? Uh, about 50-50. Look, so some of the guys I've known for years and were, and were keen and had already put their hands up. Some of the lads it took a little bit of coercing, and, and I think that's where his success that we've had has been so, so great. I think those that were on the fence have now, hopefully we've got them hooked for life. They really love it, and I love it, and it's it's great to be doing it as a group. And lastly, mate, with with a group of owners like you guys, uh, often you'll see a team like you go out and buy a greyhound. They'll be sent to the rearers, to the breakers, etc. I don't see a lot of them, but knowing your case is a little bit different. You've had a lot to do with uh, Italian plastic through his youth, so that must be a little bit more extra special seeing him compete at this sort of level. Uh, it, it really has, Jason. I mean, I've, I've been blessed for, from start to finish. Uh, Carly and Kane Palmer, Karen League, Harry now. The, the involvement that I've been able to get and the access that I've been able to have by by being being a part of it with uh, with all three of those groups, it's uh, it's been wonderful for me to be so involved and uh, I, I just consider myself really lucky to be surrounded by such good people. Big challenge ahead of you tomorrow but uh, no doubt he'll be uh, producing some of his best work. He's a consistent beginner and I've no doubt uh, he's going to make a great showing for himself. So to you Matt and all the syndicate and of course the trainer Harry, best of luck tomorrow. Uh, I'll have, have our fingers crossed for you. Thanks very much for that Jason. Thanks Trent. Appreciate it guys and uh, go Darcy. Good on you uh, Matthew. Uh, Rams in there, the trainer of Italian Plastic, which goes uh, from the check in the eighth, uh, race eight, the seventh heat of the Bendigo Cup on Sunday. Uh, it is a tough race, uh, Jason, as we mentioned, when you've got Striker Light, one of the uh, best pitchers in the country, off the red, and uh, she looks mighty hard to beat. Absolutely. She's got all the class in the race, I think. Of course, she's had a bit of a break. She, she last raced on the 2nd of May uh, when she won the Group 2 Warnable Cup. She injured her triangle muscle, but from all reports from uh, her owner, Georgie Ferrugia, she's trialling well, uh, drawn well. She's going to be very, very hard to beat. What do you like on uh, Sunday at Bendigo? Is there one or two that sort of stand in these uh, tremendous uh, cup heats? Uh, yeah, there was a couple. Um, I think uh, Slingshot Gypsy's probably a pretty good each way chance in race four. Uh, in the form here, she's $9, and of course, she's got great early speed. She's a faultless beginner, so she finds a front. It's only a short um, trip, this 425 metre, so she's going to be thereabouts. Uh, also, zoom out, heat number four. I think she's got sensational acceleration. Just needs to balance up. She'll take off like a rocket, uh, and big fan of her. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I'm a big fan of Vanderwoop. Great to see Vanderwoop back on the track. Uh, do you think Vanderwoop can win uh, the fourth heat, race number five from the red? Uh, can do. I like Zoom Out and that one. He's got a, oh, yeah, a, a you're tough a big one. Fan of Zoom yeah, out, he's got a tough you? one outside of him, Milky Jones as well. Yeah. He's probably a bit underrated and, and waiting for a series like this to really announce himself. Also, Lightning Frank from the pink. We know how good he can be. Probably in the twilight of his career, uh, but certainly still capable of doing some very good things. But a, a very strong heat. The more you look at it, the, uh, the more impressed you are by it. Geez, they're good fields, aren't they? 
very good. And as I said before, these once these country cup races uh, come around, the heats night are, are, I find much more enjoyable than the final night. You've got eight very good heats here. Next week we'll have one fantastic final. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a very good ra- a day of racing, I should say, tomorrow at Bendigo. All Greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Yes, we are Talking Greyhounds here on RSN 927. Jason Adams in the chair for Simone Fisher this week. Jace, what's your run of the week? Run of the week, I looked back to last Saturday night with Uno Fabio, and this looks to be... Uh, a pup on the rise is going to be an absolute freak. He ran down a very good field. He ran down Poke the Bear, who found the front early on in the race. And, look, to run down one of the likes of Poke the Bear is an enormous effort. He come from last, you know, Fabio. He went 34-63, which is sharp. Uh, so he's going to be one to follow. He's going to be uh, prominent in all the big group feature races going forward. I expect we'll see him this Thursday night in the heats of McKenna Memorial. Fingers crossed we do, because uh, he's a star talent, that fella. And a special mention to Mapunga Blazer, 29.41, just uh, smashing the uh, track record up there at Albion Park. Yeah, oh, that's stolen the spotlight for the week, I guess. Uh, breaking the track record held by Don, a double one going 29.41, breaking it by almost two lengths. Just just an incredible run, and uh, he'll be uh, creating all the headlines, I guess, coming into the Winter Cup final next Thursday. It would be remiss of us not to mention Shabini at Wentworth Park as well. Wasn't that some uh, performance during the week? Yeah, that did the rounds on oh, the, uh, it went the social media it feeds, didn't it? He just, that was an amazing run by her, of course. I said during the week, if you, if you didn't know the way she raced, yeah. she got out last, she's out of camera, you think, oh, jeez, this dog's broken down, but... Look, she got going. She was probably still, I don't know, 12 off yeah. and turning for home. And, yeah, an, an amazing achievement, no doubt. Not sure if she's in tonight. I'll have to have a look at that. But, um, yeah, hopefully we see her down in Victoria to really see what she's made of against some of our best days. Tim Newbold in the call there said uh, she's uh, giving them 25 lengths head start at one stage. Reminds me of a dog that I used to love, used to follow in New South Wales, probably before your time, Jace. You're just a young buck, but uh, Rapid Journey used to give him a massive start and round him up as well. I used to love backing uh, Rapid Journey. All right, uh, last week's dog to follow. Uh, what uh, do we have here? Yeah, Simone picked out Aston Cometa. Of course, he... He broke through for his maiden win at the Meadows uh, a couple of Wednesdays back where he was very good. He was he was slow to begin, but following that, he uh, he really took off. He went 30-49, and 49, so not overly impressive on the clock, but if you if you watch the replay on the eye, it was a very, very good run. I think he got home in a very, very sharp time. So he's in tonight at the Meadows, uh, given it was a maiden heat. He's into the maiden final. That's tonight. He's drawn box number eight, and he's going to be a short quote. He wouldn't want to get out the way he did in his heat, but uh, no doubt he's a, he's a star he's a star talent. And uh, if he gets out well enough, he's going to be storming home late. And you found one to follow, and it was a smart winner at uh, Sandown Park on Thursday night. Yeah, wise PK. I thought, leading into the race, I thought, this is a greyhound who we, we do want to follow. He probably won a bit prematurely to what uh, I expected from him. But I think in time, he's still young. He turned two in February, so he'll get stronger as he gets older. I think we may see him over the staying trip as well. Yeah, one to follow there, wise PK for sure. All right, best bets time. Let's uh, make some money for our loyal listeners, starting off tonight at the Meadows, and then you've got a, a best bet for us tomorrow at Bendigo as well. Yeah, it's a good night of racing at the Meadows, as every metropolitan night of racing is. I'm looking at the first race, a bit of value in Flying Flyer number five. I just think uh, I've been keeping an eye on her uh, in the last few outings. She won last start over the 600, steps back up uh, to the 700 metres in the handicap. I just think she's got a slow beginner on her inside. Uh, she brings her best work. She's going to be uh, in the finish late at a, at a fairly reasonable price as well. 
Okay, so best bets uh, there. Now, uh, what's coming up? We've got uh, the McKenna Memorial, the Winter Cup final. Plenty of uh, outstanding greyhound racing action right across the country. A lot coming up. McKenna Memorial heats this Thursday night at Sandown Park. It's always a good series, and there's a lot of star middle-distance dogs around the traps as well, of course. It's a series, this middle-distance, where we see some of the strongest sprinters step up and also some of the, the more speediest stayers drop back. So it's going to be good. I think a great result would be six heats, and uh, they'll be thick. It's going to be a sensational night of racing this Thursday night at Sandown Park, and of course, uh, the Winter Cup Final, Group 1 Winter Cup Final, which we've touched on throughout the show, that's going to be a good race. Mapunga Blazer will start favourite there, but look, Hasten slowly, slowly on his outside, his kennel mate, is it going to make life easy for him? Jason Adams, that uh, brings us to the end of our first show together, mate. Thanks for uh, jumping in the chair and uh, a job well done. Enjoy your week in Greyhound Racing. No problem, Trent. I'll be back next week as well, so looking forward to a big week, and we'll wrap it all up next Saturday morning. We will indeed. It takes us out here on Talking Greyhounds here on RSN 927. A short break. And on the other side, we'll talk trots with the boys from HRV. Hector JJ returns to the track at Kilmore tonight. We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au.